Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, my name is Jarvis Smith, and you are listening to Kendo of Knowledge. give you some background about who I am. I'm originally from Palos Hills, Illinois, which is a southwest suburb of the city of Chicago. I have an older brother by the name of Chris, two best friends by the name of Q and Hussein, and I currently live in California. I moved over here in 2015 to work for a live events promoter in the Los Angeles area. But when I was living in Palos Hills, My original goals and intentions in life were to be a rapper. To me, what I enjoyed about making music the most was just the creative process of having an idea and making it come to life. Basically taking a simple idea that was in your head and bringing it to paper, creating the music around it, recording the music, and then just finally hearing the completed product. It's that from nothing to something process that I always enjoyed and I was very much addicted to. During this time, me and my buddy Q, we would work on music nonstop religiously after school between the years of 2000 and up into 2006 when we were, we were in from junior high up into high school. And then we still continue to make music in our college years between the years of 2007 and 2011. And then independently, I was just making music from 2011 up into 2014. And throughout those entire phases of making music, that was what I was focusing my energy and my efforts on. And that's what I was interested in. Throughout those periods, I had several different stage names. In the very beginning, me and my buddy Q, we went by Thunderstorm and Hurricane. I was Thunderstorm, he was Hurricane. Don't ask me where we got the name from, that's just what we went with. Then we evolved to our next stage change, which was Papa J and Baby Q. You can kind of guess where we're going, where I'm going with that one. I was Papa J, he was Baby Q. That one had a little bit more of a origins to it. Baby Q for him, because he had more of a younger baby face and, and everything like that. And then for me, Papa J, I'm not sure. I was kind of still lost in transition. I didn't have kids. I still don't have kids. So I'm not sure where I went with Papa J, but that was just what it was. And then finally we evolved to just J Smith and Q. Um, that felt more fitting and mature for where we were going as we were going to graduate from high school and you know go on to college. And throughout that entire process, as I said, that was just my intentions making music, focusing on that. Now here I am 
recording a podcast, which I never saw coming. I never had any intentions. I didn't even know what a podcast was um, until a couple of years ago, around 2014, is when I really started getting to listening to podcasts. But what inspired me to kind of go into this field and create this project is a class that I took in high school in 2006 called Popular Literature with a teacher named Christopher Wendelin. And that class opened my eyes up to quite a few things that I didn't realize that were going to play an important role later on in my life. literature class, our teacher had a segment called Light the Candle of Knowledge. And during this segment, our teacher would cut the lights off in a classroom, he would have a candle on his desk, and he would light it with a lighter. There goes the name, right? End of story. No. There's much more to it. During this time, the teacher would get up there and share something with the class, whether it be an article whether it be a poem, whatever. Basically, this was like a show and tell. But the cool thing was, after he got done sharing it, he kind of opened the floor for other people who wanted to share. And to me, I was like, whoa, okay. Open the floor to kind of get up and speak to your fellow classmates. And going back to my days making music, creating and sharing was a part of that deal that I loved doing. And I watched some of my other peers and other classmates get up there and share some things. And, you know, this was kind of like a reoccurring weekly thing that he would do. And anybody who wanted to share something, you know, you just go up to him and let him know, like, hey, I would like to participate in the next, like, the Can Do of Knowledge segment. And around November of 2006 is when I finally got up there and shared something. At the time, I was making music and I was releasing my little solo album that I produced. And during that time when I released music, I would, you know, press up a bunch of CDs and then pass it out to kids in school. And so more of a promotional type of thing, I said, well, I would like to kind of get up and share my my music with, with the class. That's okay. And he was all willing to do that. He had no problem with that at all. He encouraged it. And two things that came to me in that moment. One, this was the first time that any teacher really embraced my music and, and the creativity that I had outside of school. To give a little bit more context, when I would tell teachers about making music and stuff like that, that's what I'm interested in doing. Like many teachers would do, they kind of give you the head nod and be like, okay, that's nice. But what, what is your backup plan type of thing? And as a kid, I didn't really have a backup plan thing. I would say, yeah, I want to go to college like everyone else says I'm going to go to college. And But I didn't really, at that time, didn't know what I wanted to study and didn't really understand that there was a school like a Columbia College Chicago 
and, and, and that, that specializes in people who want to do creative things, has creative fields for creatives who want to go and pursue that. I, didn't, I wasn't aware of that. So at the time, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. But from this teacher, Mr. Wendelin, when I presented him my music and I told him about my music and what I've been working on, he took a real liking to it, a real interest in it. And he was more than willing and more than, and than okay with me getting up there and sharing my music. So that one moment right there already kind of gave me the confidence to kind of like, okay, all right, well, he's willing to hear me out and let me share, then I'm gonna go take it up, bring it, present it to class and, you know, take it serious and, and do it. And then the second thing was, this was the first time that I got to share my music with an audience. Up until that point when me and my buddy Q were making music, we were writing, recording, producing, and, and pressing our own CDs and even cassette tapes and we would just hand it out to people, share it with people. This was kind of our way of like, you know, this is our SoundCloud before SoundCloud. This is how we were sharing people. Instead of sending people the link to go check it out, the link was us putting it on a CD or putting it on a cassette tape, having the, the, the cassette tape player, the CD player, and going up and down the hallways with the music with us around our, around our necks, you know, in, in our backpacks and whatever, and kind of letting people hear it with the headphones and stuff like that and let people test it out from there. So... I never had a chance to actually perform my lyrics in front of people. So from like 2000 to 2006, up until this moment, 2006, I never really got a chance to recite my lyrics besides just to my boy Q and just to myself. You know, I never got to share with an audience outside of like us. So that was a big moment. And again, having that platform allowed me to kind of do something that I never thought I would get to, just having a stage to kind of share your music. So I got up there. And I recited my verse from, from, from one of my songs from back in 06. And, you know, I got a nice response from the class. I think it was one of those things where people don't really know what you do creatively. They don't really know your full background, your full story. So when you get to kind of share it, present it to people, they're like, oh, wow, I didn't know that's what you were, you were doing or what you were interested in. And I did have some people who were checking out my music and stuff like that, but even they never got to see it or hear it live. So that was kind of a cool thing. But overall, besides just my little moment of rapping and sharing, there's other people who shared too throughout the entire duration of this class. And the reason why this stuck with me, going back to that again, the reason why this stuck with me because you got to learn something about your peers that you never got to learn about before. Even you got to learn something about your instructor, your teacher that you never, that you never knew about before. I feel like this was this light the candle of, of knowledge segment was a moment where everyone got to had a chance to kind of speak and share something and have a real moment of clarity that isn't just this formal I'm the teacher, you're the student, and vice versa, we're the students, you're the teacher type of thing. No, but you really got to speak with your fellow peers and gotta have that enlightenment and that sharing of knowledge and that passing of knowledge. And I feel like that's exactly what this medium is for for this podcast. And now here I am in 2017 at the age of 28, some 11 years later, now reflecting on this class because this segment, this class, this platform is something that I feel I need again because of current situations that I'm facing right now. Just to kind of give you a better idea of what I mean, on August 24th, 2011, my father passed away. And then, six years later, 
on July 19th, 2017, my mother passed away. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Losing your parents is not an easy thing. And the idea of that happening to you when you're 28 years old is something that I don't think anyone really thinks about. But that's the reality that I'm facing currently, living in a world without my parents. And one of the things that kept coming to me during this time of grieving and thinking about your parents was about how do you overcome adversity? How do you overcome adversity when you're young, still working to pursue things, when you're still working to achieve your own goals, when you're still working to figure things out in your life? How do you overcome that when you're faced with challenges that may feel bigger than you, greater than you, stronger than you? But for me, I always looked at this moment right here with my parents as two things. I can either sit here and just think that this is the end, that this is the worst thing in the world, and that nothing is ever gonna get better, or you can look at this as a chance to honor, to carry on, and remember your parents by. And that's what I choose to do. 
I choose to honor, carry on, and create a new legacy in the name and the memory of my mother and my father. Because that's what I'm left with, the memories and the legacy that they had. And in relation to this popular literature class, in relation to this segment, Light the Candle of Knowledge, I feel like this platform is something that is needed to speak to other aspiring creatives, young professionals, teenagers, people who are just trying to make something happen. So when they come across the roadblocks, the adversities, the struggles, the things that feel unstoppable, too much to bear with, they'll now have the context, the wisdom, the know-how, at least of where to start from. And that's key. The inspiration that I got from that class is something that's always stuck with me. And, 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 and now in this moment here, this is the best way that I can continue on and carry on the legacy of my mother and my father. Because what I'm left with and what my brother's left with is the lessons that they taught us. And those things will never go away. Those things will never die. Time is creating music. One of the things that I realized during throughout this entire period of when I lost my mother was a lot of the lyrics that I wrote back in 2006, 2007, 2008, they were hitting me, they were coming to me. A lot of the lines that I wrote about and the different types of things that I was saying about struggles and adversities that at the time that I was writing them, you know, in 09 and in 2010 and 2011, etc., they, they weren't necessarily truthful. They weren't real at the time of me writing them. But now that I go back and reflect on them now, it's, it's in a weird coincidence that they just relate to what's happening right now. The mood fits to what I've experienced right now. And I'm definitely not trying to say that this is some type of prophecy or anything like that. Not not by any means. Um, it's just that the things that were being written about are more truthful and so much more relatable now. So my music and my lyrics that I was making, I never really thought about them in this light. You know, I was more concerned about just writing a good line, writing a good verse you know, recording a good, good, a good, a good take, you know, producing a hot beat. That's it. I wasn't really thinking about the after effects and, you know, you know, maybe in my, in my own mind, maybe people would sing along with them just to sing along with them. But I never really thought that my own lyrics would have more of a personal outlook on me later on in my life as much as they are right now in this very moment. So what I want to do with Candle of Knowledge is take the music, 
the lyrics, the compositions, the original recordings, and incorporate them throughout the podcast and have them serve as the backdrop, the theme to highlight the ideas, the messages, the emotions that I'm talking about throughout this project and to kind of provide more context to what I'm referring to when I'm talking about certain ideas and certain lessons that my mother and my father taught me. So how Candle of Knowledge is going to go, it's going to be me, the narrator, narrating the entire episode of this series. There's not going to be any real interviewer, interviewee type of episodes where someone's going to be featured in and I'm going to interview them and ask some questions. It's not going to be that type of podcast. There may be guest vocals in here because some of the songs that I might use uh, will have guest vocals on them. So you will probably hear other voices. And there may be any like extra inserts in there when I start going over certain songs and introducing other songs into this podcast. But it's not going to be in the traditional I interview somebody and and that type of thing. It's definitely not in that vein at all. In addition, this podcast is not about following current events or current trends or things that are happening in blogs or in news or, or, or things of that nature. It's not in that style either. This podcast is based off of the lessons that my mother and my father shared with my brother and I that taught me growing up and the music that reflects and relates to that. And that's how I'm going to center this in each episode around those that idea and that concept. So it's, it's definitely not about that either. So with that being said, this podcast is going to be released on a, in a monthly format. And the reason why I'm choosing a monthly format is because... There's not going to be a second season, a third season of Candle of Knowledge. This is a one-shot project. So the ideas that I'm bringing to you and the stories that I'm bringing to you and the lessons that I'm bringing to you, I would like for them to kind of resonate with you. And I have enough time for you, the listener, to kind of absorb them and to kind of play them back and to reflect on them and to think about them and, you know, to go in that direction with these because there's not going to be a continuation I think that's more important than just trying to be following the formats of everyone else or just trying to be kind of similar to every other podcast. I think that this is more fitting for what I'm presenting to you if you choose to follow this podcast through. So that's the format that you can expect, and that's the release schedule of the podcast. I plan on releasing these episodes on every Friday, the first Friday of every month, and from there, you'll have the entire month to kind of review them, play them back again. So we start now with the intro and then we'll go into our next episode and we'll just continue on from there.
Candle of Knowledge is a Line Slayer Audio production recorded at My Workstation Works OC and is executive produced by Q, Sane, and myself. The next episode will be released the first Friday of next month. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram at Jarvis R. Smith. Thanks for listening, and I hope you rate, review, and subscribe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.